Alright guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce part one of this week's show and part one is heavy. Dogs of Bones and I are going to take you on a very heavy, proper, filthy rock and roll journey in part one. There's some punky stuff, there's some rocky stuff, there's some really filthy metal at the beginning actually, which is really good. Um, there's some kind of alternative stuff, but it's dark and it's heavy and it's got riffs and it's fantastic. And if you like that, you're going to love this because there are 15 fantastic heavy tracks here, including a brand new Shotgun 21 tune, a brand new static in Verona tune, a brand new tune by a band called Stratton 5 who are 16 years old and sound absolutely amazing and a whole load of other cool stuff. Phonolux is in there. Uh, Phonolux, Phonolux, don't know how you say that. Um, they're amazing. All of the tunes in this are brilliant. Um, I'm really excited about it as you can tell. Really hope you enjoy it. Part 2 is going to be completely different by the way but just as good in, in a totally different way and you're going to love that. So enjoy the show. Thank you very much for tuning in for listening uh, for supporting us in all the amazing ways that you do um, our, our fans are growing week by week looking at some of the listener stats and stuff like that and uh, it's incredible to see so thank you please keep telling your friends uh, and yeah enjoy some proper heavy rock and roll guys wait a minute this sounds like rock and or roll I just looked out there and there's puddles of water all over the freaking stage. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I don't, I don't want to lie to you, boys. Uh, six days a week, the place is a hockey rink. Yeah, well, this is a rock concert, not the bleeding splish splash show. Right on, and Today, welcome the world... to New Music Saturday. And what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was me pressing something and then getting a very loud advert in my ear, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I was saying... Welcome to, New- <laughs> Welcome to New Music Saturday. This is myself, with myself, Dr. Bones, Doc of Rock, and Mike Five, the guitarist, every way that they were. Unfortunately, Prim Blend Discos 2 could not join us tonight, but he will be back in the next couple weeks or so. So he's having a good night off, so I hope he enjoys it. And welcome, Mike. What's happening? Hey, brother. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I've, I've, I was telling you off air. I didn't tell you the whole story because I wanted to get your sort of live reaction, but I, I was telling you off air that I've had a sort of clumsy... Uh, couple of days, which um, when I described it to someone earlier, they said they went from you know laughing a bit that I'd said I'd fallen over to actually properly belly laughing when I described what happened. So I, I don't know. I didn't think it was that funny, but I basically uh, so like my toe is like black, right? It's just like purpley black, proper bruised. And basically, I stood up. I was, I was at my desk. I was actually listening to some music. I had headphones on, which was the whole thing. I just forgot. And I stood up and managed to sort of trip over the headphone lead um, because, as I went to walk away because I forgot that I was still wearing them. And I tripped into my chair and like, I've got one of those chairs with like the, the metal bars on the bottom, like the, the sort of you know, swivel right. chair thing. So it's yeah. on like those five kind of you know, that star shaped bar thing. So I managed to like whack my toe into this metal bar, which then sort of caused me to jump up and fall backwards slightly and I then smash somehow the same toe on my guitar rack that was right next to me on the other side so at this point I'm like screaming in pain and sort of lying in, on the floor and, and you know trying to get my sock off so I can see if my toe's <laughs> bleeding or like falling apart or whatever so I was kind of like crouched in this little ball on the floor by the door in my in my in my little um back bedroom my sort of office where where all this happened and because I'm shouting so loudly I then hear Kate my, my wife coming towards the door 
uh, kind of going, are you okay? And I thought, shit, she's going to open the door and it's going to smash me right on the head because of where I'm, where I'm lying. So I kind of like tried to say, yeah, I'm okay. And at the same time, tried to sort of move backwards. And I ended up sort of doing this weird jump backwards and smashed the back of my head on the corner of the wall behind me. So in the space of like, in the space of like, I don't know, a few seconds, I basically managed to bruise my toe, which is now twice the size and purple, and I've been limping around all day, uh, and, and, and smashed my head. So I'm kind of like, when you asked, you know, how you doing? I'm like, well, I'm in quite a lot of pain, but other than that, I'm all right. <laughs> it's just the most ridiculous thing. And then, yeah, after that, I then had to, to get on a call with someone and I was five minutes late because obviously I was rolling around on the floor screaming yeah. uh, and I was like oh sorry I'm late yeah this happened and they started laughing I was like oh I suppose it is quite funny but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm very badly burned so yeah. <laughs> it was exactly like that man <laughs> it was and Kate was like are you okay I was like no I really really hurt who <laughs> <laughs> throws a shoe honestly <laughs> 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 it was it was just i had this fear that was the thing and this genuine fear as i heard her approaching the door i was like if i don't move out of the way quickly she's gonna open that door full pelt to see if i'm okay and smash it against my head so, <laughs> but then i ended up smacking my head anyway somehow but should have cool. just left it <laughs> so she could she could open and knock really knock you out cold eh i know man i know like i was saying to her after so like we don't have very heavy doors in this house like you know, if we stay here a while, maybe we'll replace the doors. We've never bothered. But it's like, if that was like a proper door and I had stayed there, it literally would have knocked me out. <laughs> but, but I think because our doors are kind of, well, that one in particular is kind of just, a, you know, it's a little crappy box room, so it's a little crappy door. I reckon that, my head just would have gone straight through it. Because seriously, she came in with quite some force to check if I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Swish the door open. I was like, oh, man, I'm glad my head wasn't there. <laughs> 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 you shot me you shot me right in the right <laughs> so yeah if, if I'm sort of like if I, if I sound like I'm talking rubbish I might be mildly concussed okay. uh, or I don't know I might, might have some sort of infection in my toe we'll see how it goes anyway <laughs> well, one more thing before I get kicked off here I think the absolute best way to describe what you kind of went through or it's going on now is when on Faulty Towers, when Basil was trying to put the, the moose head up and then bop him on the head, <laughs> and he ends up in the hospital, kind of, and again, it goes back, and that's when he gets in the hole, you know. So, <laughs> they, yeah, just like that. Mr. Faulty, okay, that's okay, dear. Take him to the room, please. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, man. But that, that aside, I just, I just thought that, and I was like, man, that's more like it. But anyways, okay, so let's kick it off here. Oh, and just before, sorry, one more last thing, um, just because tomorrow is Father's Day, so a quick shout-out to my dad, John, and uh, Em's uh, stepdad, Ronnie. Happy Father's Day, guys. Hope you have a great day tomorrow. Uh, I'm not sure if you're listening, but it'd be cool if you were, but not a big deal. But anyway, have a great Father's Day on behalf of Kim and I, and also to you for you tomorrow. Oh, yeah, and happy birthday, not happy birthday, happy Father's Day to my dad as well. He's definitely not listening because he's yeah. in bed. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to see him tomorrow and do some social distance barbecuing, which will be fun. Uh, we're essentially doing the same thing. We're going to be going to see uh, Emma's um, father tomorrow. So Yeah, nice. I'm still I'm not ready to cross the border. I mean, they can see me if I can go across, but I'm still not ready to cross the border quite yet. So. No, man. No, it's kind of got, yeah. The US is a bit crazy. Well, at the moment, so. Even that aside, is like, eh. But 
Anyway, okay, so <laughs> let's kick it off, man. Here we've been yapping long enough, so let's get, get going here with a band called uh, Versus Me, uh, courtesy of Curtain Call Records. The song's called Violence. Dig this. I don't want to do this. I'm not making any excuses anymore. I don't want to do this. What I want in silence. I 
that's the way to start a show. That, that was versus me and violence courtesy of Curtain Call Records, and they've given us quite a few great tunes. So big shout out to them. Uh, but this man, dog, come right out of the gate. It's just heavy as fucking. It's like a lot more growling than what we that we normally play in songs. But holy crap, man! What what an awesome like just having bang in tune and just the switch ups, man. It was like 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 having metal. Uh, mixed with like like alternative, but almost a bit a little bit of pop in there too. Like kind of almost like well, some synths in there. It's like man, this is fucking crazy shit. Like they're they're making it sound like this easy, but but it just sounds it sounds so amazing. So like it's like that's what really got me that song. That's what really caught my ear. It wasn't just the heaviness of the song. It was the fact that they were able to kind of twist all these different genres into one and just but still make it just like boom boom boom. It's just super heavy. And it's like like man, hats off to you because job well fucking done. Because that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making a note to myself to tick the explicit box on our podcast this late. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was fucking insane. What a great way to start the show. Like, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it, except that I know I've mentioned it a hundred times, but when we start the show off with a big, fat, kick-ass, heavy, in-your-face tune, it just makes me feel so good for the rest of the evening. So that's brilliant. Like, you know, my, my concussion's gone. My toe doesn't hurt anymore. I don't care about anything. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that is the concussion. Maybe I don't know anything. I don't know. But anyway, it's great. It was really it was, it was proper cool, man. That's a great track. <laughs> well, next up, man, we're going to get to another cool band here. This band is called Ocean Hills. This song's called A Separate Piece. Dig this. <laughs>
What happened? I can't understand. He left so early. He was such a young man. Oh well, now he's gone. Are you coming home for the holiday? catchy was that hook man that was awesome and just so powerful and the great vocals on that one man it just like it, it, it like though those were good definitely good wind pipes he could probably carry his voice for miles i mean that was awesome and i just love that the the again like you know, like an alternative metal mix but man great tune really really enjoyed the one the lyrics i'm, I'm not quite sure in some cases they're meant to be serious and somewhat funny because they kind, of, they kind of were going both ways so I don't really want to touch on that too much until they kind of maybe get a little bit of background more about it so anyways well, that aside it was a great tune I really enjoyed that man and we're just keep we're just keep on that kicks the ass here man that was brilliant that was fast paced hooky yeah like you say it had some amazing lines didn't it in the vocals what was the one about his mum turning the car or something yeah, <laughs> really good, but, yeah it's cool it was great um, yeah it kind of like grungy punky like for me it was like loads of kind of alice and chains kind of vibes in the, in the reverb and in that or reverb on the whole thing and, and in particular on the vocal and his kind of vocal was quite um jerry cantrell-esque i thought but um but then the whole thing was just like you know that on speed metal <laughs> <laughs> it was cool man that's a great tune and again like i'm pumping right now i'm in a great mood now <laughs> Oh man, well we're gonna we got more coming because uh, <laughs> now man it just yeah it just doesn't stop here. So next up is brand new those fucking snowflakes and this man like I I, I messaged Mike before it's like this is by far the one of the best of the I've ever heard in my life. Meat is murder, but Morris he's a dickhead. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so here you go with those fucking snowflakes. Meat is murder, but Morris he's a dickhead. Dig this.
Fucking snowflakes with meat is murder, but Morrissey's a dickhead. And those lyrics were hilarious, man. I was like laughing. I just as soon as I saw the rest of it, because you know, like I was looking, uh, looking at the EP, like, well, what song are we gonna play this week? And I was like, oh, meat is murder. Well, there's a continuation of that. And, yep, and sure enough, I was like, oh no way, this one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's brilliant. I I really love like. First of all, you know, don't hold back, guys. You know, just, just let it all out. <laughs> Tell us how you Tell, really. Yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I mean, genuinely, like, I, I love because it is blunt and it's raw and it's brutal and it's in your face and it's that. Uh, yeah, this is what I think is going on, and you should fucking be listening to it. And I'm like, I am listening to it because you're doing it really well, and I completely with you so yeah i just i love the whole ethos and attitude of this band i think is fantastic i think it's also proper ballsy because you know, there's a handful of places like here um, and not any others that, that will play that and most people can't and not just because of the yeah. title but because they scream one word in particular about six times that i can't even well, say yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> and that we won't say either one of us so yeah i mean I'm, I'm, I'm actually happy to use the word but not on here because some people yeah, exactly. really don't like it yep. <laughs> but yeah man i, I just why not brilliant for the most part we do keep our profanity to a minimum because and in yeah, jazz, it's mostly fun. Exactly, just just for fun. We're not <laughs> doing intentionally. We don't. Know, we know we don't have to or time, but just sometimes it can help. It's like, wow, you know. And it, I get, I get, I get, you should have heard the. I hit um... the dump button about six times right now. Well, that epi- <laughs> button, you know. <laughs> You, you should have heard the swearing uh, in my office coming out yesterday in my little back bedroom uh, when I was falling all over the place. Like, I was half expecting William. Uh, to come in, <laughs> you know, my, my eight-year-old's come in and go, Daddy, what's a fuck nugget? Because <laughs> 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 there, there were some strange swear words there. Um, yeah, I was, I was oh. definitely screaming the one I'm not going to say here at one point, yeah. but anyway. <laughs> if, you, if, you want, if you want to learn some new phrases and, and, and crazy mixes, just have them watch South Park Bigger, Longer, and Cut. He'll feel funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man. But uh, <laughs> they were just, I just was banging to you, and that was awesome. Like, I just, I, I was loving the, the start we've had tonight so far, and we're gonna, just going to keep on rolling. But um, I was trying to think. I was possibly going to do a last minute switch again, but no, I'm pretty set on this. So, uh, man, our next one up, and just just to clarify, this was not done on purpose. I realize it, only realize this now when I'm looking at it. It's like, well, shit, because it says, but Morris, uh, no, me is murdered, but Morrissey's a dickhead. And our next artist, his name is Alan Morrissey, not the same Morrissey, thankfully. But just so people <laughs> don't get confused, this was not done on purpose. Alan, Alan Morrissey's a great guy and a hell of a musician. So let's, let's just make sure nobody starts a, a, a conspiracy theory on that one, because that was not done on purpose. I literally just realized that now. I was like, 
Oh, shit. <laughs> I really just realized that. That's well, yeah, I know. <laughs> not, I think not, he'll not find that really funny, genuinely. Like, kind, kind, of, kind of a happy, no, kind of happy accent just because it's funny, but not, you know, it was... Yeah, I think I, he'll find it very funny. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'll, 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 how, how about I, I shut up and we get to our next song. So, <laughs> ne- next up is Alice, uh, Alan Morrissey and... Uh, this isn't the master version yet, but he asked if you could send him the, the stuff. I was like, well, sure. Like, no, send it on the master. Once master, we'll play it again, obviously. So, yeah, exactly. So, send us demos. Do you like yeah, them? Please, please and thank you. We'll take it all. So, yeah. here we go with Alan Morrissey and Dreadnought. Dig this.
Right on. Alan Morrissey and Dreadnought. And man, that was sounded like an all-out jam. That was awesome. Like, I really loved the, the breakdown and the trail off. But just like so many cool bass riffs. Like a really popping bass line. I mean, this was a good uh, like chill but kind of but um, uh, in your face uh, um, uh, instrumental. Mike? <clears throat> Sorry, uh, oh, <laughs> are we <on> again? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, uh, yeah, that's brilliant. I, it's I like, I mean, he is one of the masters of instrumental tracks, isn't he? Like, oh, it's yeah. just all the stuff he's been sending us is just absolutely brilliant, and he's just like, wow. And he, I've said before, he sort of everything's got that kind of story and that sense of journey about it which i think is really important it sounds great that's just a demo i mean christ what's I know, it sound like when it's finished <laughs> when i say demo it's beyond it's slightly beyond it's unmastered well, but it yeah. sounds absolutely amazing imagine that's going to sound like a little bit of a, you know exciter on it and all the rest of it um yeah it's proper good um the only sort of dreadnought i was aware of until i just started googling it um, was the guitar like the good you know Right. sort of classic acoustic guitar shape, right? It's a, it's a dreadnought uh, type thing. But apparently um, the guitar, uh, or the, the, the word dreadnought, um, comes from a large all-big-gun battleship. Oh. Uh, and the uh, and there was one called HMS Dreadnought, which is where the name came from in 1906. And because the guitar, when it was built, had a body that was much larger than other guitars and gave it that kind of, um, I guess, bold, rich, loud kind of tone, and they right. called it a dreadnought after the ship. Which I didn't know until just now when I looked it up and went, why is he called it Dreadnought when it's not a <laughs> And now I understand. <laughs> I so, yeah, there you go. I've learned something, and so is everyone else now. Very educational. Oh, um, I'm <laughs> listening to be educational. <laughs> <laughs> Expand my brain, learning juice. <laughs> There's actually a band called Dreadnought that's now just followed me on Twitter. So oh, really no way. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Looks um, like they're a company. You know I'm looking I, forward I, to hearing the tracks. You know what? This, um, uh, our fan page, I, I saw the message from, from uh, me in Munich, and we have put in the past. It's just been a number of years. Oh, have we? Yeah, man. It's been about two or three years. We have played me and Munich, me and Munich before. I've had some of the older stuff. I'm sure of it. Oh, cool. I know they sent us a track, right? month or two ago but um they didn't actually send the track they just sent a link so i was like yeah, yeah send us the actual song we'll play because <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool tune <laughs> so uh, the other thing is is uh chris mack is supposed to be listening tonight because uh he texted me the other day he says because uh, he's uh well the family family's been through a new house right so they're moving about yeah, yeah. they're moving about a month it's okay well it de- oh, i can help but just depends on the day it goes well, but did 26, 27. So I said, with well, 26, I can't do because it's NMS day. And uh, no, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I get too much on my plate already. <laughs> so help, I can help you on the Sunday. He's like, okay, cool, man. We're, we're taking two days to do it anyways. Okay, cool, I'll help you on the Sunday. And he said, oh, oh, I'll be listening to the show tonight. He's like, all right, on. I said, uh, so are we, we going to get some uh, of Chris Mack's uh, two cents? And he goes, oh, you damn right, those, those, those effing two cents. <laughs> <laughs> and I was telling him about that. That was probably one of the, like, Funniest, but a good show for me, a good show for music, but one of the funniest shows ever. And we were all just laughing so much. There was just so much good stuff. The phrasing, everything was just, it just all came out and just perfectly, you know? It was amazing. It was like I'd known him forever. It was hilarious. <laughs> so, big shout out to Chris Mack if he is indeed listening. So, we'll see if I get a message in a few minutes to, <laughs> to Messenger. <laughs> well, I thought this last track, but you know, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's always funny because it's, it's like he he does love the music, you know. It just in some cases, like I don't think he quite he quite knows how to express more than yeah, man, it was awesome. 
you know, yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. But that's that's in some cases, at least for that sort of thing, it's from from the amount of time I've known Chris Mack, that's pretty much his style, at least for when it comes to music. But it, but I think he's kind of picked up a few things from us too. He's like, well, no, that reminds me of because he he uh, uh, we we're talking about the new Tool album about a month ago or so, maybe a month and a half ago or so. Yeah. Longer, and he was, we were talking about the new tool album. He goes, "Well, you know, this reminds me of." It's like, "Oh yeah, man, it's it's, it's a it's a song off Lyrelist." Because that's exactly what I thought. Because it's this tune, it's this tune right here. It's like, "Oh man, perfect." He nailed it. It was like, and I can't remember the name of the song <laughs> right now, but I will throughout later on. But either way, it was like, "Like, oh man, that's a good ear, buddy. Nice, nice." And and he's right. I mean, they sound a little similar, but they're both tool songs. Who gives? Who cares, right? But yeah, anyway, yeah. Anyway, good good yeah. story without the name of the track there. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll remember the track. I just like I was almost had it to my tongue. It's like, uh, no, I don't um, remember it. So. I don't need teasing. Oh man, it was schism. There you go. Yeah, got it. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, schism. Uh, and I, I don't, I don't remember the song off the new album Inoculum. But oh, I'll have to find that out. So, hmm. <laughs> because the song on Inoculum is the one that sounds like schism, you know. So. Um, <laughs> I'm we all know it's okay. Is this the one that sounds like this? <laughs> I'm halfway there. Give me a second chance here. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's almost... Yeah. So, we're done. So, next up, well, I, think, are we, I think I've sidetracked enough. You're just, just, at least for this song. But, anyway, um, <laughs> next up uh, is just one of our favorite uh, uh, um, like collaborations is none other than Ron Bowes and Rocker Heart, man, this is another one of their songs called Clown. Dig this. <laughs>
Right on. Ron Bose and Rocker Heart. Uh, that song was Cloud. What a great tune that was. And man, I just always love the vocals. But tell me, you didn't hear just a little, just a little bit of Van Halen influence in there because, like, I, <laughs> I was expecting, I was expecting Panama to happen almost. You know, just expecting <laughs> at a certain spot. Like, but it was a great tune, man. The guitar work again it was awesome. I love this. The collaboration. This duo is amazing. And like you guys know, we played Roger Hart's uh, uh, new project last week, Cynthia, which was awesome as well. So, man, we never get anything but gold from these guys. And, of course, you can always, 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 always tell whether it's rock, metal, whatever, and it's Ron Bowles playing, man, you know you're going to hear just a little bit of uh, Stones in there somewhere. You just got to pick it <laughs> out. But it's otherwise, it's great. I loved it. Totally. I loved it. Um, little known fact, when Ron Bowes says, you treat me like a clown, a lot of people would think there's, you know, some, some, you know, deep meaning behind that. It's actually very literal. Uh, an ex-girlfriend of his used to dress him up in her makeup and make him ride a unicycle around her seafront apartment. Um, I just made that. I was taken by it. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I, 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 I kind of figured that way. <laughs> yeah, I almost get the straight face. Um, yeah, that's genius. That's absolutely brilliant. I, I just, it's a great image, by the way. Um, but it's an absolutely brilliant tune. Um, the guitar work is outstanding. There's definitely a Van Halen vibe in in, um, in Rocker Hearts guitar style. It's all the squeals and stuff. It's just brilliant. And then the chugs. It's, yeah, the whole thing. I love it. Um, great collaboration, as we said before. Great combination um, between the two. And uh, great tune. Love it. And it's got nothing to do with unicycles. Yeah. When you first started, I was like, no, he didn't. Like, there's no way. The phrase said best by Arnold Schwarzenegger comes to mind. Come on, don't bullshit me. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, Great man, but man. That, that's the thing is, uh, Em and I were talking about the other week, is like, like I, you know, half the hand on Mike because you're so creative with these stories. And, you know, I, I was I was thinking about it, like, well, maybe we'll kind of maybe add something to Don't Stump Mike where we're kind of, it won't, you won't have to pick an answer. You just have to decide whether it's true or false. <laughs> yeah. So I, I okay. said th- I said this one time, or this happened one time. It is simple, like yes or no, sort of thing, true or false, right? <laughs> so cause I was thinking about today because um, there was a uh, because I thought about uh, the other day. I was outside having a smoke, and uh, like Kim and I talked about this a few times. It's a funny Family Guy uh, sketch, right? And uh, so this, this guy, this like he, you know, he just kind of looks, looks trashy redneck. So he's he's on the news. He goes, well, there was this one time I was going to have sex with my girlfriend in the back seat of her car. And then Tom, uh, the, no, the Tom Tucker's like, and then what happened? And he's like, well, this happened. And she said, there was no way. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was thinking, like, well, maybe you could bring up something like that just to see if they can pick it out or something. But, <laughs> but yeah, anyway. that, that one. And one, again, I, I, I can't say on the air. Uh, it involves <laughs> the, the, the word used uh, uh, flagrantly by um, uh, those fucking snowflakes. But it's a clip from South Park. And what happens is Sten tells, uh, um, what's his name, uh, uh, Timmy? Not uh, Timmy, Jimmy. Uh-huh. Jimmy. So he tells Jimmy, oh, Jimmy yeah. he says, can you please tell Wendy, who is his girlfriend, or he's trying to get her back, saying, yeah. tell her she's a continuing source of inspiration to me. And he's like, no problem. 
of course, what the problem is, is Jimmy has a stirring problem. So guess what happens? He says <laughs> a few times before he gets it all out. And, you know, so, <laughs> and I was dying laughing. I came in, it's like, I said, oh my God, I forgot about that, right? It's brilliant. And I, I almost had, like, pretty much had tears come down my eyes because it was so funny. And, just, just, and the thing is, too, is when I initially saw the episode, I, I never saw it coming. It's like, oh my God, that's brilliant. You know, that's so smart. <laughs> Genius, very vulgar, but very smart. <laughs> <clears throat> By the way, Ron Bays has just said, uh, I should say as well to Ron, um, just like he always listens to the show. He's oh, a big yeah. fan of the show. And we're, you know, we're a big fan of his music, but honestly, he's such a massive supporter of other bands and, and of his music. It's, it's brilliant. So thank you for listening. But um, he's just said it was a tricycle and you promised never to tell you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ron. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, okay, and just two more small things. Uh, the other day, I was going to pick up sod, so grass for the front yard, and I got all the windows down because it's a hot day. Get the dogs with these, so they're all in the back seat. You know, they're enjoying the the, the the fresh air sort of thing. So, pull up the stoplight. There's a guy in the right lane beside me, and uh, we're both right the line, and he's waiting to turn. And in Ontario, you can't turn right on a red, no problem. But mm-hmm. it, it just turned red, right? So, you know, he breaks instead of going. And the guy honks behind him and says, the window's down, you can hear everything. It's like, it's like, he says, Jesus Christ, it's a red fucking light. And then the best part is is, is what, the, what he said next is because the way he enunciated it, he's like, he goes, and learn how to drive. It's like, <laughs> what, it's like, it's like what was the, the huge enunciation for? I think people would have got it up. They were paying attention, but it's like, but <laughs> yeah, like every single word was perfectly enunciated. It's like, well, what? <laughs> And I just, I just I, of course, started chuckling. I couldn't help but laugh at that one. It's like, that's amazing, you know? And, and of course, I turn over. It's like, oh, yeah, I just got dogs in the car. Kids not here. They're not going to understand. So, just be white tails. Hi. And, uh, yeah, so uh, that, that, oh, my, that, that, that killed me. And, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of the thing I just blanked on now, but not a big deal, but we'll get to it later. So next up, we have a brand new Let's Tune, and it's awesome because um, <clears throat> uh, Paul messaged us like what maybe a week or two ago, saying you guys, you guys along some new stuff, and he uh, sent us the Let's's new song called "Behind Confederate Eyes." Dig this.
<laughs> so like a creeping forward, didn't it? <laughs> Lutz, behind Confederate Eyes. I really enjoy the tune. I, I just I like like the tonality to it, meaning it was um <clears throat> well just the flat out the recording of it, it sounded like raw and just kinda um monotone alternative like uh grunge mix, but I really, really like I well, I always love the Lutz songs, but this one was great. I love this the way this one was recorded. Just sounded a little bit different and uh just uh very catchy and uh, again a little tripped out but uh, still badass tune loved it yeah this is an absolutely fantastic um track as always i mean these guys are superb like that first album that was recorded in you know, 10 minutes i think mm-hmm. was, <laughs> was just outstanding it's really good and this new stuff is brilliant um paul always gives us a story doesn't he and i love yes. the stories and he, in the email he wrote, I'm just going to read it out because he's, he articulates it better than me. But he says, here's a history lesson. And I should say there's a photo of this that I'll, I'll post now in a minute on Twitter. Um, but he said, here's a history lesson. I have a fascination for old photos and came across this colourised image below a while back. The guy is Lewis Powell, his hands in irons. He was one of the four conspirators in the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. And the photo was taken in July 1865, prior to his execution. Uh, now, it's quite a good-looking chap, this Blake, um, just for context. Um, and it says, in another life, he had the looks that would have served well on a catwalk, but these were different times. This song isn't a celebration of anything, just an observation. And so it's just, I like that. Like, he's taken inspiration yeah. from that picture and gone, I'm going to write a song about that. <laughs> well, well, um, think of some of the other songs we've gotten and the expectations I've gone with him. It's like, wow, you never would have thought that, right? I've learned things about Russian tanks yeah, and man, gone that's as well. That's exactly what I'm saying, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. I like that, you know, but regardless of the, uh, I mean, I am someone that likes a story, as you know. I like <laughs> if I find, Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I am. If I, if I find a band that's put the effort into telling me the story, <laughs> not just like we are this band and we have four people, I don't care about that, but if you tell me the story of the album, then that's brilliant. And, um, the ones I'm more likely to buy on Bang are always the ones with the story. And, uh, but that's a that's a cool story. Like it's cool. just simple and brilliant. Absolutely. I love it. And yeah. for those of you mainly Canadian that know Ren and Stippy, Stippy, tell me a story. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love Ren and Stippy, man. Yeah, you, back on Netflix. Okay, well, no, wasn't sure. No, no I know everything kind of spread worldwide now, but just uh, checking. So, but yeah, that's that's. Uh, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like Stippy, tell me you, a story, like. <laughs> I was saying this to someone, I don't know why this came up, but um, I was talking to someone at work literally this week, and I was, I, we were just talking about like favourite things on Nickelodeon, I was like, wasn't Ren and Stimpy on Nickelodeon? I think, I'm pretty sure it was. Well, I think we and, it wait, was. in the US it was, and then in Canada it was on uh, Much Music. Oh, okay, see, I think I think it was on Nickelodeon in the UK or something, but... Um, but yeah, we were talking about it, and then everyone was like, hang on, how old were you? I was like, I don't know, he was like 10. <laughs> <laughs> Is it pretty messed up for a 10 year old? I was like, probably, but it's amazing. Yeah, like, it, was, it was funny. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking good. <laughs> so, anyway. Man, um, next song up, uh, I'm going to let you cue it up here. And just before you do, though, I did uh, uh, make mention of it on, uh, on our promo video. I said, well, there is some news that I could steal Mike's thunder, but you know what? I, I'm going <laughs> to let I'm gonna handle it anyway. So, you're going to have to wait for that story till uh, uh, Mike tells it. So, Mike, go ahead. Oh, maybe I shouldn't tell it now. I'll keep it as a surprise. <laughs> um, no, this is cool. This is brand new Shotgun 21. We love Shotgun 21. Um, you know, I've put the one at gigs. I've seen them play at gigs. I've 
um, bought their CDs. I think I don't think I've got a Shotgun Twenty One T-shirt. I must sort that out uh, in my life. I think they ran out of my size last time I saw them. Um, but this is recorded live at the Off the Record Independent Music Festival. Um, was it last year? A couple of years ago they played. I can't remember. Um, whichever one they might have been played, but I can't remember. Um, but it's recorded uh, live there. And it's brilliant. And then and they asked me today. Um, Ian from Shotgun Twenty One asked me today. Um, he just said, look, we, we want to credit you guys um, in the in the CD cover. So how should we credit you? I was like, wow, that's so cool. That's such an amazing Absolutely. thing. Like, you Thank know, it's you so, so humbling. Much. Like, we can't play great music unless people make it. So it's, I kind of feel like we should be crediting them in the line that's about yeah, lines. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I thought that was amazing. So I just wanted to, to say thank you very much. That's a very cool thing. Uh, and obviously I said, just say something like, you know, Mike's the best and Dr. Bones is only there for... <laughs> no, of course I didn't. Of course I didn't. <laughs> um, you can't do it yeah. without me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how any of it works. Like, don't yeah. do the favor. Um, but yeah, I thought that was absolutely lovely to be honest with you. Um, so, and it's you know we've, we've had some cool stuff, haven't we? Where people ask us to, you know, curate things or give opinions on things or do intros for videos and all sorts of stuff. But to actually sort of appear in the in the notes is amazing. So, um, if they do choose to continue down that path, we're very grateful. And if they don't, because they think actually no, fuck them, then that's fine as well. We're still playing the music because they're brilliant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, I'm sure we will appear. <laughs> All right, well, man, here we go with Shotgun 21 and Other Side. Dig this. Don't 
Shotgun 21 and Other Side, man. Great tune, like always. And I'm very much looking forward to this interview coming up. And uh, it, they, they always have the scene that, that, that perfect kind of like rock mix, but just like almost like a, a, a touch of alternative, you know what I mean? But the vocals are always great. Like, I, I, their, their, their breakdowns and bridges are always fucking solid, which I love about them. And uh, yeah, this has been a great tune. And we got we have this tune once before because we did get it a couple weeks ago. But uh, I was like, you know what? No, we'll go with one because it's a great tune, anyways. And uh, so yeah, a great shotgun twenty one tune. And next week we'll be talking to them and uh, I'll ask more about the song and a few others. Yeah, definitely. That was the other, I forgot to say, didn't I? In that sort of um, <clears throat> huge intro, that, uh, that we're going to be interviewing them next week as well. <laughs> so, yeah. Try and confirm that today. So. I can't remember if I said Ian or Andy, but anyway, all of them are, are, are brilliant. But um, yeah, Brian's been set up the interview, and I think Ian was putting us in the live dates. Andy's been commenting on Facebook on the show. So um, shout out to all, and obviously Mike and Simon, um, who are in the band as well. But uh, they're just, they are wonderful people. They're lovely, lovely guys. They write amazing music. That track is phenomenal. Um, I'm really looking forward to the new EP. I'm really looking forward to interviewing them because actually mm-hmm. we've never done that, as far as I remember. Um, so we should definitely sort that out. Well, we are sorting out for next week and it's going to be great. Um, but yeah, just a cool band, mate. Uh, right on, you know what? And as, uh, as far as I can, I can uh, tell, uh, Mr. Chris Mack is listening. I just got a, I got a message, the first message that he sent to me in uh, Messenger. And it's a picture of... of, uh, of uh, Ren, uh, Ren waving at Snippy with it going, yoo-hoo. <laughs> so I was like, awesome. So, so Chris is listening in this. So there you go. So we'll, we'll be getting two cents soon, I'm very, very sure. And uh, next up, oh, man. Next up, this is awesome because uh, we both, uh, obviously, we, we support as much any music as we can and buy ourselves a band camp. This next band, we both bought kick-ass cool vinyl, which I still love, and I could just... It's 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 really cool. Love the album called Down the Way by a band called High Low, and they did an EP recently. They released it on their Bandcamp for Name Your Price, but it's a cool one. That's a it's what the EP is called actually called Ham Grenade, not Hand, but Ham Grenade. So, <laughs> which is uh, just a brilliant name, right? So yeah. uh, as soon as we saw that, I was like, okay, great, was like, this is awesome. So we played a song last week, and this week's song, this is High Low, and stay home.
Right on. High loath. Stay home. <laughs> off the new EP. Ham grenade. But man, it's awesome. And it's on Bandcamp right now for name and price. So, you know, you know do your part and throw them a couple bucks <clears throat> or a little bit more. But it's a great tune. And uh, I'll say it now. I'll say it again, man. Kings of Fuzz. That was great. I loved it. I just loved it. The, 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 the influence from uh, uh, <clears throat> into the Weezer influence. But not just that. It just, they just. I just the vocals are always just so like, they're so good because this mixing so well. I just I love the tonality and some of the off offbeat tones like guitar tones, but they make it work so well, man. And it always sounds so good. So I love about these guys. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, what amazes me about this, I mean, well, there's two things actually. First of all. Down the Wave was such a good album. Yeah, oh yeah. It's actually very, very, very difficult, I would suggest, to uh, to follow that up. So to do that in such a brilliant way uh, is amazing in itself. Um, but secondly, it's recorded in lockdown, so it's recorded virtually. Which exactly, I think is right? just amazing. <laughs> like, it's absolutely phenomenal. You know, that's, that's the power of collaboration and the power of the internet right now. And I know we've seen that. You know, we've already played um, Heart and Bones, which, you know, I don't know if they've ever met. I assume that's that's done, you know, in the same way. But I just think it's amazing when, you know, for a band to be able to do that as well, where they're, they've, they're used to being a band, they're used to being together, uh, to make that switch was absolutely fantastic. But um, but these guys are a bit like that because it started as a sort of, you know, they're a two-piece and it started as a sort of demo project, I seem to remember um, yeah. reading. And, it, you know, they, they sort of I saw Junior and Weezer and all that sort of stuff. And it's just turned into this... A monster of a group. I mean, it really is phenomenal. <laughs> and uh, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, I, I love the the topical. You know, the fact that it's called "Stay Home" when it's recorded yeah. in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, top quality. I absolutely love this. Uh, the the only thing I wanted to throw in was uh, Chris's two uh, Chris's two cents because <laughs> because cool. since we were talking about down the wave, because oh yeah, because the whole album's amazing. So there, there, there's there, there's Chris Max two cents. Uh, just like we said, uh, down the wave was an awesome album. So he has it too. Fact. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fact. Now, are you going to blame me this? Fact. Fuck are you, fool? You've broken my point. You something I got nothing to point with. <laughs> I, 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 not too long ago, I was watching a shot in the dark with Inspector Buzot, just in case everybody wonders what that reference is from. That's exactly what it's from. He's talking to his, he's talking to his assistant. And he's, got a, he's got a big point stick, and he's, he's walking, and it snaps in half, and he blames his assistant. Like... <laughs> Man, it's basically so so good. I know, and and one other reference, uh, real quick. Um, and this is actually a Faulty Towers referencing um, and connecting to the Pink Panther and Shot in the Dark. Is if you remember um, when it was uh, season two when they got when they got uh, a Kurt uh, the, the 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 chef. Yeah, yeah. And he got drunk, and they all wanted to kiss Mel because he was in love with Manuel. So they had to go to back to where he gone from, Andres. And Andre was uh, Francois, who is uh, um, uh, Commissioner Drapes's uh, right right hand man. And then later That's on, right. yeah, yeah. And then later on, Cuzo. He goes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, 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 the thing I always picture with him first, besides Faulty Towers, is Commissioner Dreyfus a catastrophe. Because what there was a shooting at the Ballon House. Well, I guess it's a catastrophe. No, no. But there was little details that came right away. Who did you sign to the case? Cluzo. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on when I know Cluzo becomes chief commissioner, um uh Francois is in his office and they're they're reasoning at his desk and 
he starts to lean back on his chair and he's pulls out forward. So he pulls out Francois' tie and he pulls Francois like, and it was like forehead smack right that hard over table. <laughs> <laughs> pulls off back up. It's like, oh my god! And that was totally real. That was not fake. Like that was Francois' head or the guy, the actor, and smacking that hard table with his forehead. <laughs> so there, there, there you go. Another quick sidetrack, but I, I kind of had to with that one, you know. So <laughs> definitely. By the way, I've just got the the Ren and Stimpy. Uh, my computer's been a bit slow, I think, because I've only just got uh, Chris Max uh, Ren and Stimpy gift, but now I've got it. I'm all over it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I I wonder if he knows he can just put us in a group and message us both at the same time. But you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let him figure that out. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. It's nice. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so next up, oh man, uh, brand new one from Play Dead. This one's called "Pushing Up Daisies." Dig this.
Right on. Play dead and pushing up daisies. And man, that was hardcore and dark as fuck. That was amazing. I just love that, man, this, that that first like couple of chords struck and then the deep tone of the, tone, uh, 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 the, deep tone of the guitar and just the, the almost the kind of heavier, what's we'll called scale climb, just kind of pulled you in right away and just like, like boom, it's like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Now this is gonna be fucking epic, you know. Like, <laughs> so it was a great tune. Go ahead. It is. It's dark. Like it's so dark. The guitar tone is so brilliantly deep um, and dark, and the vocals cut through brilliantly. And he's got this great kind of snarl in his voice, and the riffs are brilliant. And then, mate, the drums and the bass the whole rhythm section pulls together and just like squeezes everyone in and goes don't you stray from my rhythm this is tight and we go all right and you're just like oh my god that's beautiful (laughs) so good good. that's a great tune these guys are brilliant i mean they're a really cool band and that is a fantastic tune man i love it oh and just a quick more notes on uh a few more notes on uh on uh um Sean the Dark and uh, Pink Panther, as they they were all really funny. And one of my favorite ones they say they came a lot is uh, when Kuzo goes to visit Dreyfus when he's in when he's in uh, the the mental institution, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and then they're sitting on the, on, on the bench, and Kuzo gets up and he falls in the water. Uh, Dreyfus falls in the water, so he goes to try to save him, and you know, just give him like you know a mouth to mouth. And he's like, please. There's no need to thank me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I should kill you. you <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Kim gets a lot. Please, there's no need to thank me. <laughs> She's smiling right now. She's doing a few things. <laughs> so, and uh, I, I, I will post only if she, if she agrees and lets me uh, post it. Is like I was telling you uh, earlier. I thought I joked around with her and thought we'd get a, get a kind of a, a funny reaction, and I didn't get the reaction I expected. So, you know, put the camera on, video rolling. So, and she's looking in the fridge, and I walk up to her, and it's like, and I was like, uh, excuse me, the best I can make itself. And she's like, oh yeah, I forgot about the military. I'll do it later. It's like, <laughs> was like, well, that wasn't ex- that wasn't the reaction I was expecting. <laughs> you know, I was expecting a freak out. I was like. Seriously, or just something like that? But no, no, it was just kind of. Oh, I get the later. It's like, oh, damn it! So, if, if she allows me with with her permission, I will post it on Twitter and in a little bit for you guys to see. It's just a quick video, but it's still funny, anyways, because the reaction was not what I expected whatsoever. It's like, well, I just wasted ten seconds of my life, you know. <laughs> but anyway, it was funny. So uh, there you go. So next up is brand new Phonolux. And this one's called <laughs> The Things You Thought. <laughs> so, here we go with Phonolux, The Things You Thought. Dig this.
Things you thought. Uh, that was very cool, man. Uh, that was a lot heavier than I was expecting. I mean, not that they don't play like like kind of like heavier, like you know, you know, alternative rock stuff. But it was nice. It was a nice uh, uh, um, <clears throat> um, pickup. It was like I really enjoyed the beginning and the way it transitioned. Uh, it just they had they had that kind of perfect balance. And again, the vocals and lyrics were great. So this is a great, great tune. Loved it. Yeah, man, these guys are really, really, really cool. Um, <clears throat> they just, I don't know, they, they just seem to write brilliant music. But what I love about this is just that it's kind of epic and it has just passion in it. Like the singer's passion and the way he's screaming and he's 
Yeah. Of some of those notes. It reminds me of Eddie Vedder, like not tonally, he doesn't have like right. a deep voice, but just the way he presents himself reminds me of Eddie Vedder. It's absolutely brilliant. I really, really, really love it. Um, and then, yeah, it's got this amazing breakdown in the middle. I love a good breakdown, as everyone knows, um, probably. But yeah, it's just great combination of, of elements to bring this together. It's just searing and heavy and oh, <laughs> just lush. I love it. Absolutely lush. And you know what? Uh, just to reply to uh, uh, Ron Bose's tweet, and he's like, you know, do you have a license for your chimpanzee minky? And, uh, <laughs> and uh, like, I want you know, and I think of that, of course, he goes, well, who are you that knows so much about the law? Because what, you're blind? Right, yes. Oh, well, if you must know, you're talking to an officer of the law. Did you say the law? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the, 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 yeah, the, 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 so the guy actually goes and blinds and look out for the guy that robbed the bank because he tries to help him out. And the bank that gets robbed like, right behind him, right? So, <laughs> and he, got, he, he, go, he gets called in during his office and he goes, uh, um, Well, here's a look at but he was blind. What are you, idiot? Minky? Like, so, oh man, like, uh, there, there, there are just so many good moments, you know. Like uh, there's there's another one, and I think it was Return, where they're they're going to to where the the diamond was stolen from the museum, and they're all walking down the hall, and he they turn, he keeps going down the hall the wrong way. <laughs> uh, they're like, uh, Inspector's like, oh yes, wait, wait. And one of the best scenes ever is because you can tell he was stepping over a stunt double, so. He goes to the house and he's investigating a murder. And it, I think it might have been on uh, not returns, but uh, Revenge of the Pink Panther. Anyway, his point being is so he goes to his room and you no, know, the, the the lights are off. So he he lights a, he lights his lighter and he's see he's like walking. Looks like he's walking in space or he's walking for a while. But the the butler comes turns the light on. He's on a, he's on a he's on a, a treadmill. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but then and he goes to parallel bars because because who the because a parallel bars because uh, it's very good this academy. So he's and of course they're they're right by the stairs, right? And why not? So <laughs> so he start, starts starts uh, getting on the parallel bars and he falls over, and rolls down the stairs, and then he gets up. But when he gets up, he takes a big step. He's like, boy, that felt good. <laughs> <laughs> but he took an extra large step, so pretty much like he was stepping over the stunt double because he was behind a couch, so he couldn't see the body he was stepping over, right? That's amazing. It just seems like an exceptionally <laughs> large step, right? So, <laughs> that's brilliant. So uh, there, there's some, uh, uh, I guess, I guess, well, kind of trivia for you. And uh, I think it was last week um, when Kim and I were walking the dogs, or me was walking the dogs. It was point being as we were walking along, and then uh, I, I started, I stumbled a little bit. She's, like, you all right? And then I started trying to do a silly walk. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> 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 the ministry of silly walks right so <laughs> I, I did i did all right but not too not, not, as, not as good as i wanted but you know so anyways yeah right eh? so next <laughs> up man we're gonna keep uh the, the fun rolling here so next up is a brand new one by everyday pharaohs this one's called years and years and years dig this
something in the water that he drinks still locks his front door. There's nothing really left to do but sink. Everyday Pharaohs with years and years and years. Uh, uh, a little bit more somber, but definitely a great tune. I just, just love the kind of the kind of poppiness to it. it reminds me a little bit of Blink-182, actually. Yeah, it's got a Blink vibe going on. It's got a... Um, <clears throat> it me a bit of the Doves, actually. Just that kind of, you know, orchestral almost feel to it. But um, obviously it was, wasn't actually an orchestra. It was guitars. Um, <laughs> so that was random. Uh, but yeah... <laughs> I knew where I was going away with that, but then I said it out loud. It didn't quite work. Um, anyway, I was, <laughs> sorry. Um, brilliant, brilliant tune. Um, I just love the vocal again. Like I, I don't, I don't just love. The, I love the whole thing, but I really like the vocal and that. Um, and yeah, I just like the the repetition of years and years and years. It's just got a really good kind of rhythm to it. Um, so yeah, that was years and 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 years, 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 years by. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah. Brilliant. Well, Chris Mack just mentioned sound, sound a, a little bit like a Jimmy Eat World or Offspring. 
Yeah, Jimmy Eat World, definitely, definitely. Bit of Osprey. Yeah, I go with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, next up, um, we have a couple more songs to get to for part one here. So next up, we have oh yes, brand new, altered by a mom. This one's called "Be Anybody." Dig this. by mom be anybody and yet just another positive tune they they are such a fun band and uh that's your they're another band i'd like to get in the show my interview and talk to Devin again but 
It's a great album. It's on their band camp right now. They're recording more songs as we speak and put them up on Spotify as well. But great tune. Always love this, the geekiness and just the, the just the, the fun. Just like, they remind me, for me, they remind me of an alternative version of a Scott band, an old Scott band from Montreal called Me, Mom, and Morgan Taller. So, I always love them for that reason, and just because it just it's just always such fun, upbeat, live music, so you always enjoy it. So there you go. Also, my mom, be anybody. Yeah, man, this this album is absolutely brilliant. It really is so, so good. Um, and this tune is just class. It's proper catchy. Uh, it's got, like, it just um, reminded me a bit of Ash, um, right. that kind of girl on Mars era, whatever that track was called. Um, that was so good. The way he says Sagars, there's just something in that. <laughs> um, yeah, great. That, like, just has that kind of vibe. Um, but it's it's just like big, noisy, punchy, catchy, all the E's. It's brilliant. Right on, man. Well, next up is a band called CPSD, and the song's called Use Once. Dig this.
right on CPSD with Use Once, and that was a great tune, man. The vocals were awesome. I love the kind of the kind of tripped out tonality to it, but just just the, the, the kind of heavy heavy grunge riffs for the whole song, man. That was a great tune. Really, really enjoyed that one. Yeah, that was brilliant. I don't know. I'd love to know what CPSD. Yeah, I didn't really say, so they didn't really explain it, so I have no idea. No, maybe it, maybe it doesn't stand for anything. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Possible, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's anyway. Uh, I'm going to see look it up. Um, it's a cool, um, very very cool uh, kind of grungy alt rock kind of tune. Um, it reminded me of uh, Clutch, and it reminded me of Monster Truck. It had that sort of okay, yeah, um, vibe going on. But it was also a bit darker. Like that breakdown, I thought was quite gothic. Uh, gothic. Uh, quite gothy, uh, kind of goth rock kind of thing. Um, I don't know. Oh, do you know what? I think, I don't know, maybe not. Or I thought CP, I just looked at their band names, and one of them is called Chris, and one's called Dan, and one's called Simon. I was like, that's C, D, and S. Oh. But, but who's the P? There's no P. No so I don't think it is that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think it is that. I just oh, I thought for a while, for a minute there, I'd cracked it, but no. I haven't. Anyway, um, yeah, top class. I really like those. Uh, I think they're a good bunch of lads, and it's a great, um, a great tune. And if they could text us or whatever, tweet us and tell us what CPSD means, that'd be lovely. And if it doesn't mean anything, tell us that. Right on. Well, man, we have two more songs left for part one here, and then we we'll get to part two where we have one extra song, so we have sixteen songs for part two. But either way, oh, yeah. it's worth it. Be a, a crazy trip down a rabbit hole. So next up, we have a band called Stratton Five. And I believe from the email they're from New York. One's called Dread Boy. Dig this. Can you tell they're broken down? He's out of stock, she's out of bounds. Remember how they sang to you On the phone, you're such a liar The blue is spreading down the wires Far too late to drink it up now She's a selfish savior They'll let you in on good behavior I'm sorry we don't want you
Stratton Five, the Dread Boy. <clears throat> that was a cool song. It is a, a bit of a slow pickup, but I just like like her vocals and how it just got progressively just a little bit heavier, but had it still kind of that grunge mix. And she had an awesome voice, man. I really love that tune. Yeah, she's got a brilliant voice. There, this is a cool band. So um, these are the ones. They're not from New York. They're from Hertfordshire in the UK. Um, oh, okay. There, there's one I, uh, band that we got that was from uh, I was from New York, so my apologies for that. So yes, no, I know who you mean, but I don't know because I can't remember band names. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, these guys are from Hertfordshire. But what, there's a few amazing things about this. First of all, that is a you know, rocking tune. Again, it's quite dark and dark vocal, and um, love the deep, 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 deep keyboard. Um, and that is really, really cool. And um, these guys are all 16 years old. Like that's no just. Way. Amazing, right? Group of sixteen-year-olds um, doing stuff like that, which is really, really, really like up there, um, I think. And I, like I always say, we play a young band. It's great to hear, you know, teenagers playing rock and roll because you know well, their worlds. Yeah, exactly. And like, if you think about all the shite music that they're exposed to, and I guess we all were to an extent, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's absolutely fantastic. Um, and this is just proper, proper good stuff. Um, so yeah, they're a five-piece. Uh, I think they're all sixteen. Um, you know, lots and lots of good stuff to come out of that. Uh, to come out of that one, but they they only released their first track in February this year, so it's you know it's brand new and fresh and fantastic. And then they've released a couple of other since, uh, including this one last month or the month before. I can't remember. Um, so yeah, we that's definitely one we're gonna we're gonna follow and try and get them to send everything and play lots and just yeah top quality oh um, i was gonna say the reason i remember all this is because they were recommended by um uh, my good friend ollie who is uh radio tfsc um out in germany and he uh he's very supportive of the show and he uh it's very you know just generally supportive of, of you know independent music and bands and all the rest of it and his his station is cool we did talk to him about putting new music exactly on there but it's kind of he doesn't really do shows it's just it's music and right that's his thing but um regardless i, I listen to him and he's brilliant and uh it's 24 7 uh, kind of station playing nice. all sorts of stuff and the, the support is phenomenal so he put them in touch with us which i thought was really cool that's awesome thank you so much yeah yeah totally that's the way it should be right like oh, i tell my music he's definitely on with this so it's cool but that's vice versa well. that's really nice so, we're, yeah, we're, we're a big slash small community though right so i mean we, we can't help each other out as much as possible exactly Exactly, man. That's what it's all about, isn't it? So, man, we're going to finish off uh, part one here with a brand new Static and Verona song, which I'm very excited to play. This one's called The Sparrow. Dig this.
shouting at the stars for shining too bright. Inverna and the Sparrow, and man, he always puts together such uh, the, some of the best, uh, no, pop alternative melodies, always, and this is no exception. This is a great tune. This is probably one of his best ones yet. And when I got this one, I was like, "Oh, cool, new Static in Verona." I can't wait to see what he's come up with next. And man, he just got those this this awesome vocals, and it's just just mixing so well. And like, I always love his stuff. He's always just Producers comes up with some great stuff, and now, you know, obviously season stuff is always starting to reopen. But man, what a what an awesome tune that was! Loved it. <clears throat> yeah, it's brilliant. That really, really, really reminded me of Blur, and it reminded me of Pulp. Um, and both of those, at first, I, I was thinking, well, it probably reminds me of those because both of those are bands that put phenomenal amounts of effort into uh, production and you know there's something like i think someone i watched a documentary there's like a hundred odd tracks um individually recorded on pulp's um common people which is kind of like one of them they turn it up and turn everything else down it's just this thing it's a weird noise (laughs) that's one of them (laughs) (laughs) but i love like um you know that that there was a few bands of Verve were similar actually in that era that had this kind of, you know, what we referred to at the time as Britpop, but it was, that was just the newspapers really. Right. It's this kind of tripped out indie rock, um, you know, often with, with kind of, you know, you know real meaning behind it and, and real kind of emphasis on, you know, the musicality. The reason that was all so good, whether you liked Oasis or Blair or Pope or the Verve or the Charlatans or whatever, all of these amazing bands were excellent musicians. And um, oh, you know, particularly for me, um, Blair and Pope, I thought were brilliant at production. I'm still a you know, massive Oasis fan, but um, oh, yeah. it, this, this just reminded me of that whole thing. So I was thinking that, and then I was thinking, well, it also reminds me of that because it sounds a lot like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's got that 90s alternative thing going on in everything he does, and it's great. Um, and there are so many bands, you know, Space, Placebo, all of these kind of, because you're always in Britain, but all of those kind of bands that kind of fit into uh, into that kind of era. And what he does is he takes all of that wonderful inspiration, I'm sure loads of others, and brings it right up to date. And it sounds perfect in 2020. And it sounds you know, really, really smart 
uh, in terms of the production and everything. I think he's very, very talented, as I've said before. That's a great way to end part one. But I'm sad we're ending part one because it doesn't feel like it's been long enough. Well, man, we'll get the part two in uh, about 10 to 15 minutes here. But until then, we'll let, Come like on. always, we'll let uh, Mr. Dr. Krieger take us out. So, And we'll be back in about 10 to 15 minutes. So thank you for tuning in for part one of NMS. We'll be right back in about 10 to 15. Take this. Memory banks of the supercomputer. <laughs> Shrinky-dink that! Krieger out!